Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute Real. They're not replacement episodes. These are all 100% organic Point Break Minutes, where we break down the minutes and point out the moments of Point Break one moment at a time. One minute at a time. Well, also one moment at a time. Each episode is about a minute, uh, but during the episode we may point out specific moments, so it is really one moment at a time as well. Anyway, I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. Hey Jessa, how's it going? I'm all right. I'm sick again today, so it's probably going to be another short one, guys. Yeah, you know, we've had kind of a rough 2018 so far, a lot of sickness going around, and uh, we'll just deal with it the best we can. We soldier on here. Uh, yep. Not that I want to, I don't want to put forth the idea that we resent doing this in any way. No, uh, it's, it's still, still a blast. It's, it's hard to get out of bed, and, you know, when you're not feeling so well, but we're just uh, going to do it, and we still love Point Break, and we still love all of you out there. You know, we, we love you, seriously. Mm-hmm. All of you. All two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let's do uh, minute 45. Um, I'm going to continue to break it down since your voice isn't feeling so good. Thanks. Um, we start out with uh, a shot of Rosie spitting beer on the fire. Yeah, very clear beer. Yeah, I, it might have been uh, another kind of alcohol. Uh, he might have been drinking some hard liquor there. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't uh, be surprised because it's Rosie and he is the most hardcore character in this movie. Yeah, the most nihilistic of them yeah, all. Yeah, the most nihil. I guess nihilistic. He's uh, some of the guys in the other gang. Maybe, maybe yeah. not not Tone, but eh, not even War Child. I still who's think Tone. Tone is Anthony Kiedis. He's the the one who's wiggling around. Really? Yeah, the the wiggly guy. That's his name is Tone. I thought his name was like Bug or something. <laughs> his name's Tone. Are you are you sure? Yeah, you're hundred percent sure his name is Tone. Yes, it's not like <laughs> that's what IMDb not, says. Not like Beetle or like <laughs> Ladybug. No, or like Ladybird. Like worm Sip spider worm beetle worm worm tongue worm, worm tail worm bug. <laughs> Those would all be fine names, but no, it's Tone. Maybe short for Antone. I, uh, Antony Kiedis. <laughs> Maybe that's where it came from. And also, he is a musician, so tone, like a musical tone. You get it? Get it. Okay. Got it. Good. good. Uh, Court Jester, good movie. Um, <clears throat> maybe really? I should, maybe I should recommend that this time. Is we'll, that we'll from, find is out. That, what is that, Court Jester? Yeah, that's from The Court Jester. That's one of my favorite movies as a kid. Uh, I watched a lot of old movies, um, like my grandparents and, and my dad uh, especially would sort of... I saw a lot of Marx Brothers and some Danny Kaye movies, and The Court Jester still holds up to me. I, I still uh, watch clips of that every now on YouTube, and uh, Get It, Got It, Good is uh, a good bit. Oh. I also like the bit where uh, the the guy, the armor gets magnetized by the lightning. And yeah, Anyway, watch The Court Jester. Maybe that'll be my recommendation this episode. Maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, give a second one. Anyway, uh, we got Rosie. Then we cut to uh, butts. We cut to butts. Butts, 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 butts. <laughs> uh, we get twin shiny butts. Mm-hmm. My shiny metal ass. Uh, we get twin butts. Serve, you know, just going out into the waves. And um, I had to watch it a few times to figure out who everyone is in this scene because it's so dark and you don't really see their faces. But that is Tyler and Bodie. And it's interesting that um, Tyler was walking with Johnny Utah on the beach, but now she's surfing next to Bodie. So it's almost like when they're in the water, they just they're together, like they're they're soulmates while they're in the water. But on land. But on land, they just can't get along. They and just no one can tame Bodie on land. No, no. But on the water, they they know exactly. They like, complement each other perfectly. They can. They can. You know. They she's surf. a pretty capable surfer. As yeah, she's a total. She. I mean. 
she's a totally capable surfer. She's, you know, that's her, that's her deal. She's yeah. a surfer. Um, and she, you know, so she and Bodie can keep up with each other on the water. Yeah. Whereas uh, Utah is just struggling to, he's, he's been left on his own, um, which is kind of odd, but you know, I guess he's just struggling to keep up with everyone else. Ain't and, no one want to wait around for him. Yeah. I mean, she taught him how to surf in that montage many minutes ago. Uh, so, you know, he should be able to figure it out for himself now. And he's just got to sort of like, you just got to drop him in the water, you know, not sink or swim, but uh, sink or surf. Yeah. Then we get him, uh, he's on his own and he's going through, he has to go through this big wave and he has to sort of just pierce through the wave. It's um, terrifying. And uh, he says, shit, 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 fuck. Um, and this, you know, this whole scene is obviously ADR um, because yeah. it's on the water and you can't get good sound with the waves crashing. So uh, this whole scene, you know, it's, and uh, some of it works pretty well, but the Utah lines, Keanu just doesn't quite sell it as well as, uh, as Lori Petty or Patrick Swayze. Uh, with them, I, you know, I can tell watching it carefully, but I still like, I can still suspend my disbelief even when I'm you know watching it very closely but with him it's like oh yeah no no mm-hmm. um so he's he's uh shitting and fucking around um going through this wave and then uh, he catches up to Bodie, who is sitting cross-armed and i hope cross-legged on his surfboard mm-hmm. uh like the little buddha that he is um, his beard and facial hair is glowing like it is <laughs> under a black light yeah his blonde his very very blonde facial is a. Uh, what what it is? George Hendricks called it his crustache. Yeah, <laughs> uh, very aptly. Yeah, it's just it's so blonde. It yeah. looks like he it's, it looks like he put a marker on his face almost in this case, and it is like glowing like a you know glow in the dark paint or something like that. And uh, Utah says to him, "You gotta be fucking crazy." And Bodhi says, "But are you crazy enough?" <laughs> and then we cut to. Uh, the gang and Tyler Ann whooping and shouting and surfing. And she's doing some pretty cool moves. Yeah. We, we can kind of tell who they are. We think we figured it out. But, yeah, they're all, they're all doing pretty well. We think we see Gromit doing a pretty, doing a pretty cool uh, wave thing. I don't know what the names of any of these are. Mm-hmm. He's cut, cutting some surf. And Tyler I mean, Ann. this isn't like surfing. There's no, like, triple sow cow of surfing. But are, are there names of, like... No, uh, there's no skitchin. There's no uh, nosebone 50-50. I have no idea what, the, what those you're are saying. Skates. Okay. I think those are made-up skateboard tricks. Okay. The, the Christ Air. Um, yeah. Uh, Indy 900. Um, anyway, uh, then it cuts back to Bodie in Utah. And uh, Utah says, I can't see shit out here. I'm going to die. And then Bodie goes into his, you know buddha mode and he's like feel what the wave is doing then accept its energy get in sync and charge with it and uh he says you don't you don't need to see and then utah ends the minute by saying yeah vision is highly overrated but he says it say it how he says it it's like, yeah vision is highly overrated it's it's, hi- yeah it's- highly overrated yeah I, i'm going more stallone than he did but it's kind of on that level like he kind of sounds like Ted. It's you like know? very like staccato and like snotty. Yeah, vision is highly overrated. Yeah, that's that's there how he go. does yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like to me, like oh, all of a sudden you're getting sassy. It, like you're no longer the like cool, smooth, like thanks, Dad, or whatever yeah, stuff he was doing. Yeah, I, I mean this is all ADR, so maybe when he got in the studio and he had to sort of try and replicate what he was doing 
on the on the water there for that shoot. It is a difficult thing to do. Um, yeah. To get that tone just right, and uh, he I think he oversold it a little bit. It's one of those. To be fair, it is kind of one of those like sassy one-liners that is hard to deliver well. Like if you do too much, then it's just cheesy, and if you do too little, then it doesn't play. So, you know, whatever. It's it's not like it kills the whole scene. It's it's a small moment, but uh, yeah, Utah's uh, Keanu's voiceover here is is not highest quality. Um, so. That's the minute. Uh, we also do have some more moments from the uh, Point Break alternate script, which has uh, some little uh, fun additions. So we can go into that. Do you want to? Do you want to read it with me, Jessa? Yeah. Who do you want to be? I'll be Utah. Okay, I'll be Bodie. That feels like the way it should be. Yeah. I feel like you know if if we uh, if we did this as a Halloween costume, like a couple's yeah. Halloween costume, you'd be yeah. Bodie. I'd be Utah. Fun fact: Murray and I's first ever couple Halloween costume. I was Walter Kopachek, and he was the dude. <laughs> yeah, that so, was fun. Fun fact for everyone out there. Yeah, there's a picture of it somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, yeah, Walter Sobchak. Um, what? Sobchak. Sobchak, not Kopachek. So we uh, we cut uh, from in the last scene. Tyler said, come on, at least no one's going to see how bad you are. That's the uh, same in both scripts. But then we have the stage directions or uh, whatever you call them in, script, in movie scripts. Uh Johnny, Cle- John- <clears throat> I have to do my uh, my narrator voice. Johnny clenches his jaw and charges past her into the water. He strokes powerfully out through the black swell. Utah's ebony board pierces the wave, and he slides down the backside to where the others are waiting. Roach and Nathaniel, silhouettes nearby, see one they like and take off yelling. Johnny turns as a figure glides up next to him. I gotta be fucking crazy. Yeah, but are you crazy enough? Gromit gets a ride, slicing across in front of them, a ghost moving off into the silvery distance. Tyler waves jauntily (laughs) (laughs) and takes the next one. It's Johnny's turn. Football's a man-made game. You keep score with numbers. But in this, there's no field, no rules, no opponent. Just right. No, just kidding. <laughs> just you and the wave. I know that part. Tell me something I can use here. I've watched you once or twice. You surf like it's some kind of street fight. You jerk along from moment to moment, fighting everything that comes at you, always trying to win. A fly I'm working on. The only way to win out here is to surrender. You have to feel the way what the wave is doing. Accept its energy. Get in sync. Just feel it all moving in the blackness. You don't need to see. Yeah, right. Vision is highly overrated. So there's there's some good stuff in there. As you were doing that, I started to... Oh, we got cat issues going on here. Hold on. Francis is a bad kitty. He's so naughty. Francis is trash cat. She literally eats anything and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. We gotta keep an eye on her. It's yeah. hard to do while we're podcasting. Yeah. Um, anyway, as I was saying, uh, as you were reading that, I started to hear Morgan Freeman's voice doing this. So we'd get like, football's a man-made game. You keep score with numbers. That's not my best Morgan no. Freeman. You've done better. I've done better, Freeman's. but you get the you get the idea. The only way to win out here is to surrender. You have to feel what the wave is doing. Yeah. Better. Better. Uh, I'll bring that back in future episodes. Maybe it'll be a, a winner. Um, but yeah, it's just like the advice is a little too much in this version. It's like a little, it becomes yeah. a little like uh, Karate Kid. 
Yeah, there's really not much more to say about this minute, except I feel like there's a lot of blue, like day for night shots. Yeah, know? it's very uh, blue tint. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was actually shot during the day, but it definitely has a tint to it. It, it, pro- it very well might have been. Yeah, I don't know how they would have been able to see otherwise. Yeah, or maybe just not at, maybe it was like early evening That's or early morning thinking, yeah. um, that they, and because it still seems like they have the car headlights on, you know, you see that shot and, you know, it'd be hard to get that look at night, I think, but who knows. Yeah. Catherine Bigelow, I feel like has shot at night quite a bit. I remember but who just knows? like the Hurt Locker and yeah. Zero Dark Thirty, at least there's a lot of night stuff. Yeah. It seems like something she, she does well. And I imagine in other, other films as well, probably, it seems like there's a lot of night yeah, it'd be interesting to, uh, I mean, I think we've talked about this, but to look at the raid scene in The Hurt Locker. No. In Zero Dark Thirty, thinking, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. And compare it to the raid scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah we should we should do that. We yeah. Should, we should, uh, that's coming up soon. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, in terms, yeah, in terms of night shots and all that, too, it'd be interesting to see what she does for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, just one moment. Our cat is literally butt out in our trash can. One moment. She's so bad. Francis. Now, now we're just gonna have Francis uh, podcast with us a little bit. She's just hanging out here. Oh, Francis McDormeow is such a naughty kitty. You, yeah. <laughs> She's uh, she, her nose is right up against the microphone now. It's pretty cute. Anyway, that's about all we had for this minute, this I think. This is a kitty podcast. This is a kitty podcast. We talk about our little itty-bitty kitties. Meow. <laughs> 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 My name's Meowrin. <laughs> I'm Jess. <laughs> like, like hissing. Like hissing. Because <laughs> we love our kitties. Meow. <laughs> Sorry, all right. everyone. <laughs> all right, well, let's get to recommendations. Talk okay. about other movies. Maren, you kick it off. Well, I, I already kind of recommended The Court Jester, a good classic comedy. Uh, it's Danny Kaye and, uh, and Basil Rathbone. He does, plays a good villain in that. Um, I also uh, recently started watching The Good Place, which is a new NBC comedy from Michael Shore and uh, Drew Goddard with uh, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson, and it's lovely. It's uh, a lot like Pushing Daisies in a way. It has that, you know, bright color aesthetic and kind of whimsical comedy that I really loved about that show. It's, it's you know, more of a half-hour comedy than Pushing Daisies, where the, I would say they're both com- comedic, but the Pushing Daisies, you know, was a full-hour show. And, uh, oh, was it? Yeah, yeah it wasn't, uh, I mean, like 40 minutes without commercials. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's a different kind of... Uh, you know, more of an ongoing story, you know, they could do a little more with the production or this is more, uh, it's just sort of a, a quick jolt of a show, you know, a quick, quick B12 shot. Um, but it's, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a good comedy. Marin literally just showed me the first episode before we started taping this. And I, I actually laughed out loud in a couple of moments and I don't know if that's because I'm loopy from being sick or, uh, or what, but you know, um, yeah, it was enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Highly recommend it. It's on Netflix first season. Second season, I think, is happening right now. So, good show. Jessa? All right. So, my recommendation is going to be Jackie Brown. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino's third film. And as a lot of people would say. Really? It was his third? Yup. We did Reservoir Dogs. Well, there was like the birthday thing, but that doesn't count. Reservoir. Yeah, it's like called the birthday party or something. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, then... Jackie Brown. Yeah. Um, I like to do a little bit of research for my recommendations. So, yeah. Um, he It was his third film. 
And uh, a lot of people would say this is the most mature one because it wasn't his original writing. Um, he did pretty loosely adapt it from Elmore Leonard's Rum Punch. But uh, it's it's definitely, it's, uh, I'm looking at an article written by James L. Menzies from Mental Floss. And he is saying that it uh, it's pace and bravado, stands, and it's dark contrast to Pulp Fiction. Jackie Brown is one of those rare movies that only gets better with age and subsequent viewings. Um, it's fantastic. You know, it stars Pam Greer, Samuel L. Jackson, um, what's his face? Bo- Bobby De Niro. Yeah. And uh, Max, Ma- no, what's his name? Not Mark Forster. Max? I don't know. I don't know. The, the guy who plays the the Bail Bonds guy, he's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. Um, I really like it. Um, it's has, you know, a lot of girl power, which, um... Quentin Tarantino's films often do not have. and Robert Forster. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Um, and it was the first Quentin Tarantino film I actually ever liked. Um, I'd say since then, it, I have to view his movies a couple of times in order to actually like them. Um, with the exception of The Hateful Eight. Um, Jackie Brown is the only movie I had to watch once and like. Um, so... There you go. Jackie Brown is fantastic. Um, I'm not really going to tell you much about it because you should just watch it. Yeah, it's great. I, I saw. I was going to say I saw an interview with Tarantino where the interviewer asked him, like, "Well, my favorite is Jackie Brown, and what, what would you say, you know, to someone who said that their favorite movie of yours is Jackie Brown?" And Tarantino said, "Well, I'd say it was someone who didn't really like my movies." Yep, and that's exactly 110 percent right. So it's the Tarantino movie for people who don't really like Tarantino. Yeah, like I myself. Would say, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we're agreed though. Like the hate, I like the hateful eight I a lot, and you love the hateful eight. eight. Yeah. So th- those are both of ours, Which our is, top two. Yeah, I did not like Django. Um, I like Inglorious Bastards. Wasn't as big of a fan of that either, honestly. Yeah, uh, I do like Pulp Fiction though. Yeah, I like the John Travolta part of Pulp Fiction or in Samuel L. Jackson, but the Bruce Willis part loses me. I actually like the Bruce Willis part, and I like the Marcellus Wallace. Um, uh, the only thing I don't like is actually Tim Roth in that movie. He does it well, but I don't like his character. I forgot he was in it. Yep. Anyway, Reservoir Dogs is good, too. I like that one. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's about it for our, uh, our recommendations. Oh, oh I was going to say Out of Sight's really good, as far as Elmore Leonard goes as well. It kind of pairs with Jackie Brown in a good way, except it's uh, Steven, Sto- Steven Soderbergh instead of Quentin Tarantino, and you got uh, George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. And, it's, uh, and uh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, thank you very much for tuning into our show and we really appreciate your listenership. Um, we're chugging along in point break and, uh, we hope you're chugging along right with us. Um, check out our listener surf shop on Facebook, point break minute listener surf shop. And, uh, I'll, I'll try and post more on that. I haven't done that in a little bit. Um, post some funny videos and maybe. funny theories. Maybe we'll do another like casting thing. Yeah. Maybe you'll see our, uh, like Walter Sopacek and, uh big yeah maybe, maybe we can Halloween post costumes. that since we talked about it maybe we'll i think we'll post like who would you cast in as the gang or as like the alternate gang i don't know something like that so i like really thinking about who would you cast mm-hmm. it's a fun game to play mm-hmm. um yeah, what quentin tarantino actors would you place in the point break remake yeah what would a Quentin Tarantino point break oh, be God. like? <laughs> I don't know. What, uh, too much. Too I don't much. know. This would need to be a conversation in and of itself. Yeah, it would be too much is my initial thought. 
Um, anyway, uh, we'll see you next time on another Point Break Minute. Rawr.